babies. Xander Bogarts just got doubled up. Is that what happened? No, he tried to stretch a single into double and got thrown up by a fucking mile. Mm-hmm. I saw, oh, well, I'm watching it from reverse. So, so I thought he was coming back to the bag. No. <laughs> it wasn't even like, I don't know. Simple minds. Oh, what a fucking idiot. Can't have that shit. What do we got? It's 2-1. Fifth, I think. Fourth. Yeah, 2-1 on the fourth. 2-1 on the fourth in, uh, in New York. Man, a sweep would look nice after going after dropping three in Houston. And you have yeah. in this week. Yeah, that scares me too. But they just Garcia pitched for the Houston today. He's supposed to, he's lined up to face the Red Sox again, but he's day to day now. So I mean, they they beat up on uh, Odoruzzi. You know, he gave up what three runs in three innings or some shit, and they they jacked him up. So I mean, it's good to see two against the Yankees to start. That's for fucking sure. Who do you think was in charge of scheduling the? Uh, 7-15 start on Saturday night, Red Sox-Yankees against game four of the Boston Bruins and Islanders. Man, Fred. Some, some asshole. I'm like. Like, you would move. Like, why don't you move that? You have dude, two New I York teams playing. I woke up on Saturday. I'm like, I, I, the Red Sox-Yankees have to be playing a 1 o'clock day, day mm-hmm. game right now. This is going to be an awesome day. I'm going to get drunk during the day and watch the Bruins. Nope. The, the Red Sox-Yankees started. Like, this is baseball in a nutshell. You honestly think. The Red Sox Yankees are going to compete with the Stanley Cup playoffs. Your fucking sport is dead. Put it during the day game. Let people get day drunk and watch baseball for four hours outside. And then let us watch the sport we want to watch. What a bunch of idiots. Another thing. Weren't they bottom three? Hold on. Weren't they bottom three during the regular season for like baseball, uh, for hockey and uh, NBA? Yes. I think they're always on the bottom three, even during the regular season. Yes. They've lost ratings to the to hockey in Boston. The Bruins pull better than the Red Sox now. Yeah, they've always been pretty much a hockey town. The Celtics, you know, and they've had their spurs, but I feel like the last 20, 30 years, it's been still a pretty big hockey town. I mean, yeah, a million I mean, well, and a half people hearts, showed up. A million and a half people showed up to that parade. When uh, when the Red Sox were good in the early 2000s, the Red Sox were pushing ratings with the Patriots. But now yeah. it's completely fell off. Anyway, we're going to do some baseball talk here uh, in uh, uh, somewhat of an O Dark 30, a return to O Dark 30. We'll catch up with the Red Sox. So, welcome to the Simple Mind Sports Show, O Dark 30 baseball show, June 12th. No, I did that. This, this is June 8th. 8th. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Welcome to the show. It's like oh dark thirty because Bill's just waking up, so it's just like no, I'm like the listeners I'm ready to fall asleep. <laughs> Had that sun, he's got that sun. Oh yeah, dude, it kicked my ass today. Sun haze and no booze. I didn't drink at all. No, I did not. I got really fucking drunk watching the Bruins game. That that bottle of Fireball, yeah. Then I had to put out a real fire. My fucking girlfriend's an idiot. Don't peep that. I told her she was an idiot. <laughs> Put the fire out. When you light a uh, to to be honest, to be fair, I've I was very young. I think in high school and lit a gas can on fire, and lit my entire backyard on fire. Joe Carroll tackled me and put my legs out because they were on fire. And then we emptied the beer cooler and just were running into the back of my yard, into the pond, and filling coolers of water and dumping them. And then, she, uh... then I forget who it was, but ran to the house, which is like. Just like a hundred yards away, 
or 50 yards away and came with the hose and you saw him running in the moonlight and the hose was too short and like out of a cartoon <laughs> Boing, Boom. fucking land on his back he was spraying from it like the it was a scene dude we had that rolling thunderstorm yesterday at like six o'clock it rolled through so she had some cardboard in her fire pit she obviously tried to light it after it's been in the rain for 45 minutes didn't light it as good as enough she wanted to she got the gas poured the gas right on the fire and what happened it went up the gas stream into the fucking thing so of course i can't leave you can't leave the girls do anything on their own at this point like I Always cooked them up, I cooked them off food, and I'm like, "Leave me the fuck alone." Bruins are on. I'm gonna watch the goddamn game. Next thing, I go, I'm like, "What fire?" And I go outside, and this is what I see. I'm like, "Jesus Christ!" And you're just fucking lighting, the, trying to spray the gas can on fire with a hose. I could hear the kids going, "Is she gonna die?" <laughs> so I went out and I kicked it all, like off the fire, singed on my leg hair. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh fuck, the fuck." So it made me, I was even more angry at that. I wasn't angry about that, but I was just angry at the fucking Bruins game. Yeah. That was just icing on the cake. He took it out on Tuca. That's mm. fine. Mm, That's he fine. deserved it. Well, uh, anytime, uh, listeners, you find yourself in that type of situation, kicking gas cans off uh, <laughs> drunk, uh, just settle down with a nice pint of White Birch Brewing. White Birch Brewing at a Nashville, New Hampshire. Ray, address, please. 460 Amherst Street. Uh, best craft beer in New Hampshire. Head on down to the draft room. Get a flight. Get a pint. Get a hat. Uh, get Don't a, get one for your friends. Nothing right. Not, not, what rhymes with pint? <laughs> exactly. Uh, wherever, wherever you see it in the stores, tell them the Simple Minds boys sent you White Birch Brewing. I thought we would catch up on the Red Sox. Baseball is a stat game, is a nerd game. I want to give you some stats. Bill probably already has these stored up in his head like Rain Man. But uh, let's go over them because not everyone has uh, ample time to watch three and a half, four hour baseball games into the dead of the night. Bill's already falling asleep, race right behind him. So uh, sometimes you lose track of this. And I think behind me, the game's on. That's the first baseball game Ray has watched this season. So let's find, let's see where the Red Sox are at. Currently, this is Sunday. Uh, second in the AL East, one game behind the Rays, four up on the New York Yankees, four and a half up on the Blue Jays. We said going into June, this was going to be a tough month. They dropped three to the Astros and they're still up four in the Yankees. Are the Red Sox this good or the Yankees this bad? Yankees are this bad. Uh, the bats, the bats have awoken. Go ahead, Bill. Whose bats have awoken? The Red Sox. Yeah. No, yeah, I think the, I don't. I think the Yankees are uh, are overrated. Their pitching is in shambles. Corey Kluber, you know, you lost him for he just got transitioned to the sixty day deal. Jameson Talon fucking sucks. Yesterday gave five runs early. I mean, I just don't. I don't really trust their pitching at all. I think they're overrated. Mike Stanton can't stand Gino Carlo Stanton. Sorry, formerly Mike Stanton. He John uh, Carlo. Sorry, John Carlo. Carlo. He can't stay in the lineup. He was out. He's out tonight, Sunday, as we record this right now. He's not playing. So I mean, he's been battling hamstring. I think he hurt his hamstring. Is so I Giancarlo mean, Carlo, yeah. the worst contract in Yankees history. Yep. Uh, a Rods was pretty bad towards the end too. But he won a World Series. He got a, he got a ring. Yeah, he, I mean, and he was good. The, co- in the contract's he was bad, but he, good in the playoffs. He, yeah, that was the first time ever. The contract's first bad. Ever. I mean, you know, he they didn't sign it. They gave up nothing for him. Sterling Castro. 
I mean, it was a complete and utter money dump. It's not as bad. The contract doesn't look as bad now as it did when it was first signed, but still, I mean, he's been. He's made, what, $30 million, $35 yeah. million? Was it 13 for 350 Was it yeah. something around there like that? Yeah, which was insane. 340 yeah. That's, that's incredible. Um, I forget what I was – sorry. I forget what I was going to say, Ray. What do you want me to say? I wanted you to see if you could remember what I was going to say. Uh, the bats came alive. Nope, that's what you said. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the Yankees are this bad. That's probably true. That's probably true. Fuck. I don't remember what I was going to say. But, I mean, I could see him picking up again. They got Luis, Luis Severino coming back probably at the end of the month. Same thing. Oh, with... I don't remember what I was going to say. Sorry. Did you hear Aaron Boone's response when asked uh, why they're hitting into so many double plays? Nope. <laughs> he said something of like, I don't have in front of me that uh, generally it's the better teams that hit into double plays. I'm expecting those to become singles soon enough. Speaking of <laughs> dumb comments, you see this cunt behind you hitting right now? The fucking we hate. It makes it so much better that core is back because we hate those assholes or whatever you fuck you said this week, yeah. and now you're just about to lose two out of three. Suck my dick, Brett Gardner, you fucking part-time prick. Uh, that'd be all. If they lose today, it'd be three out of three. Meathead. Uh, is Aaron, Bo- Aaron Well, they're Boone? winning right now is what I'm saying. So they're about to lose two out of three. Who was the uh, – I mean, the Yankees were bad for a long time in the 80s, but – who was the manager before Joe Torre? The guy that got fired all the time, wasn't uh, it? Lupinella. Was it Lupinella? Oh. Yep. Well, Aaron Boone has to be the worst manager in Yankees history since when they were terrible in the 80s, right? Who was that guy? Be. He was the guy that got fired like twice. Billy, Billy Martin. Billy Martin. Thank he you. got fired actually like nine times. Yeah. Billy Martin was the worst Yankees manager of all time. That was just but he's won a couple. He won a couple Aaron World Boone Series. Is awful. Aaron Boone is terrible. He should be the poster child for any for any of these uh, front office nerds trying to hire a, a manager that's never uh, managed before coming out of the, the booth? ESPN booth where he was also bad. Like, don't do that. Go get someone with a little bit of experience. Or if they don't have experience, they should be a catcher. That's the only that's the only uh, acceptable type of player that you can hire as a manager without experience as a catcher. Uh, here's a little stat for you: the the Red Sox on Sunday have the league leading 20 comeback wins. If they, uh, if they get out of this two, one hole, it would be 21. Uh, not bad. That just shows the fight. Doesn't it? They don't quit. These guys don't quit. And that was the big problem with them last year. They just gave up and just went through the season, went through the motions this year. They're actually showing it that they want to be here and compete. So it's nice to see. Well, they've, the good thing is, before you go, Rich, go you know, we, we've had some pretty good pitching. The pitching has really kept them in a lot of these games. You know, there are a lot of one or two run games, and they're kind of the bullpen has saved them in those games, too. You know, you got a good bridge to Matt, well, okay bridge to Matt uh, Barnes. So, I mean, they've been keeping him some of those games. See, Whitlock and, Dre- and Dreezy pitched two, three innings at a, at, a, at a pop. So, I mean, they're seeing that. I was just going to say, like, doesn't, doesn't their uh, roster – uh, set them up perfectly for comeback wins. Like their their starting pitching gives up three, four runs in the first four or five innings. The offense picks up the third time around on the other team's pitching staff. They get four or five runs. They take the lead, and then if you got a decent bullpen, you can close them out. But they've it's also played what the Red Sox have done. They've also played teams, you know, the most teams with losing records. So now you're seeing you beat two out. You're about to hopefully sweep the Yankees, but if not two out of three from the Yankees, you lost three out of four to Houston. Good teams. Houston's a pretty good team. You know, they they got some talent there, especially Zach Ranky Garcia, who I just mentioned, you know, their pitching's pretty well. 
Uh, so, I mean, I think the Red Sox are a little overrated. There's a lot of holes in this team. I, I think that you're kind of seeing, I, again, I, you got to make it through this stretch in June. You guys mentioned before 500, I, you know, you'd be okay if you go through this 17, especially a 17 game stretch with a winning record, go nine and eight, you know, just, just get up there. We'll, we'll see. Then I'll, you know, I've mentioned before, I, then I'll start trying to take them for real, but you have a lot of holes in this team, especially that back end of that lineup. You know, it's just so many, it's just dead spot, dead spot, dead spot in that back end. And that, that, that needs to change badly. And we've mentioned it, dude, the, the big four, big five, those, those guys go silent. This team's and you're, you're there in a big trouble. Well, let me back that up with some, with some statistics here, because the st- statistics uh, make them look pretty good um, on the offensive side of things. But then yeah. when you get, when you dive deep into it, I'll, I'll show you what it looks like. So they're currently in the MLB, the third in OPS, uh, 756 OPS. They're second in batting average at 258. They're 10th in home runs, 72. Sixth in RBIs, 268. And fifth in runs, 288 in the, in all of the league. However, when you look at, when you, <laughs> their big four, actually, this is just, sorry, I'm trying to find it. Just, um, JD Devers and Xander have 37 home runs of the 72. Just those three players. Yeah. Have it, it, over dude. half of the home runs on the team. And Verdugo, who's been great, he's, you know, he just right hit an eighth today, right? He let off, or yeah, he did one. I don't know. Whatever he had, he's only got seven home runs. So that just tells you. I mean, you, I was looking at the statistics today and kind of running through everything. And it's like that the top of that lineup and roster is just full. It's so top heavy. And then the bottom is just like single digits dotted with an eye. Dude, it's even Vasquez kind of hasn't been playing like hitting that well. Do Bobby Dahlbach again? We mentioned our yesterday show 199. Ooh, let me give you some back uh, some more uh, stats here. Bobby Dahlbach hitting 199, 248 on base percentage. That's pathetic. Ugh. Ugh. And actually, Bill, like this, this is good for an old school baseball fan. Like you go look at the average and on base percentage. I get on base percentage and average are not used really anymore. It's the OPS on baseball slugging. But for old school baseball guys, if you couldn't hit, like if your average was low, generally you'd see that on base percentage tick up a little bit because you draw walks. That doesn't happen in this. Like if you go look at the average in the on base, it's maybe a 30, 50 point difference for most of these guys. And yeah. that's pretty much it. Like you're getting on base with your bat there's not a lot of walks happening anymore well just think too because like ops it does it's a batting average sucking percentage and then on base percentage that's why you think about it he's on getting on base two, 248 on base percentage for dollbuck i mean dude, come on you got xander bogart says a higher batting average than he has a fucking on base percentage that's really pathetic he, he he never walks i mean he's only got six home runs he's only got yeah. six home runs <laughs> where he had a- fucking what 15 last year or, or nine and 19 games or some shit like that. Let me give you the strikeouts on this team, Raymond. Uh, you want to guess? Well, you guys have the email, Bill, you didn't read the email. You want to guess who is <laughs> leading the team with strikeouts? Uh, it's Devers. He's got like uh hair under 60. Devers <laughs> has 63. Dabak has 60. The next highest is JD to 49. A couple sprinkled in forties. And then from there it's platoon Nailed players. It. 60 fucking strikeouts for a guy that can't get on base. <laughs> Even Devers. Devers is really cool. What are you off. doing I, in the major league? What is he doing on this team? What is he doing on this team? Nothing. Because you, you, I don't, you're seeing Santana play more and Marco Gonzalez is getting some time there, but you have Tristan Kasich down there and I think he's a double A. I don't know if they, if he's a triple A. I haven't seen the rosters, but I mean, he's your best first base prospect. You know, you have Michael Chavis down there in Worcester that you could probably bring up. I mean, he's just as bad as Dahlbach is, I think. So I, I, that's probably what they're, 
probably leaning to. I mean, you're letting them, I guess they just want to see him fucking try to figure it out in the majors. But at some point, you know, in the middle of the summer, if that, this shit's still happening, you know, you need to add offense. You need to, I, I get his defense has been very well at first base, especially where he's a converted third baseman. But I mean, something's got to change. You have even um, Gonzalez is hitting what, 211? He strikes out, he's got 45 strikeouts. I mean, he strikes out all the time, too. Too sorry. It's pathetic. Like, it's just, and then and they're not obviously, providing anything else. These, you know, these guys are, this is supposed to be a strikeout home run league. Dabak has six. Marwin Gonzalez is not a home run hitter. He has one, 13. My, Renfro is, and he can't fucking, he's got what, six as well? And he's yeah. hitting what, 212? I mean, he was at 200. He's right but, around 200. Yeah, you start looking at the bottom of that lineup, it's pretty bad. And just, just to get it on, on record here, I know he's in Worcester now, but Franchi on the big league club, 179, one home run, nine RBIs. He's got three jacks. I think in Worcester, but yeah, he's that's pathetic. I mean, if you think about it, the centerpiece of that Bennett Tenney trade, he's hitting 288, 290 right now. He went four for five the other day or three for five, got on base four times. So it's like, Jesus, I, he, he was a definitely, I think you mentioned it, Rich, the change of scenery guy. He needed, he got to get out of that big market. Now he's in walling away in, in a deep, pretty decent KC team. You know, they, they were up there for a while and, you know, they had the best record in the league by percentage points at some point, but well, well, We'll get to the Benny Teddy trade, which was finalized over the weekend. Yep. I don't think he was a change of scenery guy. Uh, uh, Cora came out and said Ben Tendi went and changed his changed style the swing. Of swing. It was a, the launch angle. No one. That was an interview with Tony Mass, and no one, um, no one knows if the team told him to do that or if he told him to do or if he did it on him on his own. Regardless, Heim Bloom came in and traded him. I don't think it had anything to do with Andrew Benatini. I just think that he was their best trade chip and he had to rebuild the, the farm system. I, uh, people, people, I think get lost in the Andrew Benatini part of that. I just think he was, he was your best chip to trade and he traded him because you had to yeah. rebuild your team. Well, I he had two trade chips. Yeah. Mookie, you know, that's looking better by the day, especially that 12 year contract that he just signed. I mean, this is his worst statistics statistical season i can't fucking speak today since what 2015 when he came up this is his lowest batting average he's what 255 right now i mean he's he's hurt every game like he's the lowest lowest amount of games that he's played through this i mean you're looking at his own horn can you go to the ledger uh who had who wanted mookie to stay uh that'd be bill and myself yeah Yep. It's just it's a it's a thing with the homegrown talent. I mean, that's the biggest thing for me. I, you know, he he was an MVP caliber last year. His MVP in the World Series, five you know, two thousand eighteen. So one seventy. Yeah, he's breaking oh, down. He's, he, he's breaking down, and he's guaranteed. What if? Right. What, if? what if? Wow. <laughs> Dustin Pedroia, right there. Wow. Think that. Five nine. He must not one, have high cholesterol. One or high blood pressure. Uh, yeah, twelve years, thirty-seven years old, forty million dollars. That's gonna work out just fine uh he didn't want to be here anyway we don't have to rehash the moki stuff but yeah in terms of high bloom and well let's just do it here's what uh high bloom got for andrew benintendi who i liked but uh, okay so we got freddie valdez a 19 year old outfielder from the mets has not played baseball in two years louis de la rosa left-handed pitcher from the royals 18 years old has not played baseball in two years grant gambrell Left-handed pitcher from the Royals, 23 years old, played baseball last year. Third-round pick has a 4.37 ERA in high A ball in 2019. So, couple of, couple of studs there. 
18, 19 years old, you're not going to see these guys for five years. If they think about it longer. Yeah, think about the Drew Pomerantz trade that Nebraska did. They gave up that young kid. Uh, he had t- yeah, I know, but like the, the prospect they gave up was like one of these 19-year-old, 18-year-old kids. I forget his name, but he had Tommy John surgery and completely flamed out. I mean, you look at it, the players to be named later are usually just throw-ins. They're not supposed to be centerpieces of these deals. They're just supposed to be throw-ins. I like the fact that they're trying to rebuild the farm system and getting young. And, you know, the, this kid was signed. Dale Rosa was signed at like 15 or 16. You know, yeah. so he, he's bounced around. He hasn't played in two years, with obviously with COVID and things like that. So, I mean, you know, th- there's hope that these guys, I mean, you know, Bloom values these guys more coming from Tampa. You know, I mentioned this before, and, uh, you know, baseball reporters had it too. It's like, those are the guys that they can afford. You know, there was for the teams like the Red Sox, those are just guys that could just fill spots in your lower level farm systems. You know what I mean? There's not, they're not expected to mount to anything. Bloom values those guys because they're cheap contracts. And you see what the mold that Tampa Bay has where they can't afford these they can't afford their own talent. I mean, you just traded Blake Snell as a fucking Cy Young winner last year for to re, you know, to just keep stacking your farm system. I, I don't like it. I would have if you're gonna move them, at least shop them around and get a better deal. Instead, you have to do a three-team trade to get three fucking guys to be named later and in, in a shitbag Frenchie Codero, who I could probably hit higher than 179 in the majors. Don't say yeah, that. Don't can... don't make those baseball bets. <laughs> I used to play it. I used to play baseball, Ray. <laughs> You? you you buried the lead there. The uh, the the headlining piece for that trade was Frenchy Cordero, <laughs> so that's not working out good. But just to give you something else on that, they did get that pitcher from the Mets, who's now in Worcester. Winkowski, Winkowski, or Winkowski, whatever the yeah. fuck you pronounce, and he's looked good. So take that for what it's worth. Seabold uh, well, too is coming off that IL down there. Real quickly, Worcester. Ray, if they get so you got five guys for Andrew Benintendi, if one of those guys pans out to be a big leaguer. Not a superstar, regular big leaguer, decent, you know, couple years with the Red Sox, makes an impact. Is that a win? Yep. Makes an impact. Of course that's a win. No. What if Andrew Benintendi goes on and, and is an all-star? No, he's going to shit. He's going to suck in Kansas City for the rest okay. of his career. Fair enough. Have you seen uh, him this year? I like Andrew Benintendi. He picked his swing. I go. I know. Player. Doesn't matter. 280, he's, 285. He's hitting more. He's hitting singles, doubles, yeah. One-year World Series with defensive play. I liked Andrew Benintendi. I was off the Andrew Benintendi trade talk from the beginning. Um, but, um, you know, it's over, and that's what it is. That's probably going to be chalked up as an L for Bloom, and that's too bad. Or in six years, we'll see Dick, this De La Rosa kid come up and throw throw some bullpen work. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Let, me give, let me give you some more. You want to move on to pitching here? Some, uh, yes. some t- statistics, statisticals in pitching. Uh, they are in the major leagues, 12th in the ER, team ERA with a 3.83. Uh, they are fifth in the AL. Let me give you the individuals because I thought this was um, interesting to say the least, if nothing else. Martin Perez leads the starting rotation with a 3.08. Anderson Epinoza. Ooh, yeah, Epinoza. Good, good find, Google. Martin Perez with a 3.08 ERA leads your uh, staff. That's good for eighth in, uh, in the MLB. In the uh, AL, I believe. And then coming in at 17th, 18th, and 19th, right in a row. This is before Sunday's game, obviously. Garrett Richards, 3.75. Nick Pavetta, 3.77. Evaldi at 3.78. And your boy, Erod, doesn't crack the top 25. No, he's been bad. He's been bad. Um, But look, I know, Bill, you're waiting for the bottom to fall out on this team and this pitching staff. But if you got four guys holding mid three ERAs, and you got a top five offense. You're playing for you're playing for the playoffs. You're in the wild playoffs. card. 
wildcard team. I mean, now, now I take this back. Generally, you need someone at the top of that rotation to be a stud. You at least need one guy. And in the playoffs, they don't you probably have need two. And you don't have it. But Chris Sale's coming back. <laughs> yeah, by all. I love how you guys are banging on Chris Sale coming back. He ain't going to do anything this year. Tell me why, Ray. Because they're going to have him on minimal pinch count. He's not going to – you think the nerds are going to let him go in extended innings? Coming I off think, Tommy John? No, 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 no. I think that he will be uh, coming back after the All-Star game. He's throwing sliders at this point, so he's kind of uh, ahead of schedule. And I think they're going to put him in a long relief situation in the bullpen. And if they get into the playoffs and you get in a situation like a Pedro Martinez in uh, – was that 95 – where he came in in the second inning and went, and went 99, 99. Against uh, the Indians. Yeah. They'll let Chris, no throw, they'll let Chris sale throw in the playoffs until his arm falls off. If it means getting a win, that's what they'll do. Absolutely. That's what they'll do. I, I don't see it. They got a lot of money invested in him. I think we'll see when he goes out on a rehab. That's a big deal. Cause that starts the clock. You have 30 days to rehab assignment. I expect him to use all 30 of those days. That's when we get the Worcester tickets. Well, they'll start him low. He'll go low A first, and then he'll kind of start moving up when he when he. I'm not driving to Portland. Up. Portland's double A, but close. Uh, I'd go to Portland. I fucking love that city. Hmm. But anyways, Portland, like, the, anyways, that it starts 30 days. So you got 30 days rehab assignment. So that's that's the number. I, that's the number I expect. I expect him to use all 30. If you put him on every five days, you can get about six starts from. You know, probably five starts. We'll see. You're gonna ramp him up. You'll see. You want him probably. You know, 50 to 60 pitches by the time he's on, you know, third or fourth time through the, the rehab. So we'll see. We'll see. I expect him August. I don't think he's coming back after the all-star break until at well, least August. Let me see my greater, the greater point here um, in terms of this year in particular, you're up against the Rays who um, they got good pitching. They got an ace though in Glasnow. Yankees got an ace in Garrett Cole. Yeah, but you, you know, just even, said the Yankees pitching staff is garbage. And yeah, but outside of as... outside of Garrett Cole, but they're still going to fight you. I mean, you're four games back, but they're still going to fight you. Again, you have Luis Severino coming back off Tommy John. Same thing with like Chris Sale. I mean, he just he's on should be pitching today or sun, as Sunday as we record this on a, his, his rehab assignment. I mean, you, even the Blue Jays, they're they're five, what four and a half back, five back. They got four Ryu. Back, yeah. They got Ryu there. That's a fucking ace. The Red Sox. You know, you're in a race now with all these. You know, I'm higher wild card on the Sox than you. I'm, I'm higher not. on the Sox. I'm still 82, 83 wins. I, I just think Nick Pavetta, Nick Pavetta is a guy that uh, Nick Pavetta, Nicky, uh, Nate Valdi, and Martin Perez are guys that I think that you can rely on to be low to mid three guys for the rest of the season. Evaldi, we know, can give you uh, a gem if you need him to. I think Pavetta is a guy that can go out there and give you seven strong and three runs if you need him to. Richards is your wild card, and Erod's got to come back to form. You're the Erod guy. If Erod can come back to form and get and get back into uh, you know a, a number one, number two role, then I think you're in good shape, and you got an offense to back it up. I know they need help on the bottom run too, but your competition is not that good. The Yankees are not that good. The, the Rays are playing over their head a little bit, I think, and the rest of the a- AL is not great. And we just saw what happens in Toronto. We just saw it with the Maple Leafs. Do not trust the Blue Jays. They ain't doing shit. That's so, Sabathia. Um, um, he looks fat enough. I'm much higher on He's the Red skinny Sox. now. Have you seen him? Because of the other teams more than the Red Sox. Cocaine's a powerful drug. He is real drug. skinny now. Real quickly, uh, let's, let me just give you a couple relievers, the four big ones in my mind uh, for the season so far. Obviously, Matt Barnes has been lights out. 25 games pitch, one and one. 249 ERA, 0.63 whip, which is 
Pedro walks level. hit walks hits inning pitch. Forty five Ks and five walks. That's the big. Uh, Fourteen, which has saves. always been a problem for him, Rich. You know the, he could never that curveball that he was always throwing in the dirt. He was always getting his pitch count high. You think he's thirty one, and now he's finally seeing a closer. He said he's like they're attacking. He's attacking uh, hitters now with his fastball. He's but located. They made him well. throw it. They made him throw curveball seventy percent of the time. Yeah, last like two or three seasons. Like the guy can throw ninety seven. What are you doing? He's been fucking dominant. Like dominant. Yeah, he's been nasty. Like Out I said yesterday. Vito, we, we run a little long. So out of Vito, 44, hold on, hold on, 44 strikeouts and 88 batters. You had how dare you 31 and 102 batters last year. Think about that. That's how dominant he's been this year. Two and in inning. He's throwing fastballs. Yep. Pitching one on one. You get a 97 mile fastball. Throw it. I, his curveball is nasty, but it doesn't. It's nothing without the setup. So he's on my fantasy team. I love it. <laughs> of course. First Excellent. place, by the way. F- suck my dick. <laughs> that's not to us, right? That's to whoever you're playing against, and or no, mm-hmm. that's to Ray. Both. Okay. Of course. Uh, out of Vino, we've been hard on out of Vino, but the numbers bear out a little bit better. 26 games, 2.4 ERA, um, and 28 Ks, 16 walks. You want to bring those walks down by like a lot, but. Uh, yeah, he's, I think he's got nine straight games without a run. So, I mean, but he, he scares me sometimes. When he's he had good, a big, he's good. I think when he's bad, he's bad. The big strikeout last week, the base is loaded. Um, I forget who they were playing. Was it last week when he's pumping his fist? Said he was like, I just went all incredible Hulk out there. I mean, I, I like to see it. You need him. I we had you, they were talking about him being a closer to start the year, and then you know Matt Barnes just fucking took off. So he's got a little bit of a screw loose, Ray. I like that in a in a late bullpen guy. Yeah, you gotta have that screw. Papa Bond was like that. Yeah, he was a, I like as long, um, as long as you're zeroed in and you got a little like a little bit of crazy in you, John Rocker yeah. style. Well, <laughs> not that without crazy. the race without the race. No, not, not that crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's the best stuff. No, but I mean, even Sourmore, you've seen him come a lot. He's just got a lot. shut up for a second, Bill. I'm Sorry. bringing, I'm bringing you down the list. Sawamora, uh, 21 games, two seven eight ERA, 31 Ks, eight walks, and he shut the Yankees down the other night, which was fun to see. In Yankee he Stadium, two and, a, two and a third. Right, that must like have that. been awesome for him. That must have been awesome for him in Yankee Stadium, coming over from Japan, first year in the bigs. Yeah, it was nice because, you know, you saw him kind of suck in spring training. He was getting used to the size of the baseball. I guess it's smaller in the MLB than it is over there in Japan. So it's it's nice. You need him. Ray's mom had the same problem with me. She has the same problem with her lopsided. I don't know why that one was needed. I That was a beat, Bill. I just haven't made fun of Ray all show. You tried to, but I saw No, I did not. Garrett Whitlock, 15 games, 1.63 ERA, 29 Ks, seven walks. When do they start to stretch this guy out a little more? Give him a couple, uh, you know, it's not every three days. It's uh, what you know, happens when you fight a real boxer. Every right. they need him. <laughs> that Jake Paul fight's on tonight. Oh, can't wait to watch that. Boy. Chad Ochocinco. He's going to make $100 million, Mayweather, for a sparring event. We're no talking winners. About that. We're talking about baseball, Bill. Don't get off off subjects. Let me give you. You just couple, got off subject. You let me prick. give you. A, yeah, you sent us the Jesus, the, and you don't think we're gonna fucking, fucking talk Instagram. about Instagram? I get the baseball is not your sport, but you're in the show, Ray. Pay attention. I, I pay attention. I am looking at Instagram tits again, and then you. No, I was not. No, I was not. Whatever the fuck you just said. I did. Us. I refuse to look at Instagram tits get, because I know you guys will ridicule get, me. Goddamn, so distracted like a child, like a little fucking squirrel. You get to your eyes just flutters. Speaking of little squirrels, uh, June 25th, mark this in your calendar. Well if you, done. If Good like segue. Get your, uh, 
I'd like fr- to get. Oh, that's a Friday. Hey, bingo, bango. Get your tickets now. The Red Sox will be honoring Dustin Pedroia for his many years of service, MVP level play, multiple World Series, one of the f- uh, most fun Red Sox to watch. Hall of Famer. Dustin Hall Pedroia fame, is going to be a Hall of Famer. Second baseman Hall of Famer. Ray, I ask, how would you honor Dustin Pedroia? Uh, like I'm going to do after the show, go take a shit and wipe my ass. That's how I'm going to honor fucking Dustin. I might, I might go to that. Yeah, you would. You fucking. It's my birthday weekend. I could go to the Red Sox, and then I got a hotel in Mohegan. Oof, ooh, I could go right in. Ooh, ooh. No. endless possibilities. There you go. Hopefully, go you have Petey. service. Hopefully, you have service Saturday, so you can text go us. Petey, uh, R.I.P. and thoughts goes out to uh, that shitbag Ryan Brazier. Got hit in the head. His neck, I from reports, is still how's, crooked. How's his so, back? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm assuming he has spina bifida. That's why his head's always like this. I don't. He's know. a shitbag, but man, again, you don't want to see that shit. Take one off the skull. No, yeah. you don't want to see it. But he's okay. That's why it's fun yeah. to joke about. There was one. Why the is mind. this guy in the team? Why are they continuing to bring this guy back? He might not have a chance now that um, Brandon Workman's back up there. Good. He hasn't, but he hasn't looked great either. Well, he came out and said that last year was the worst he's pitched in his career. Doesn't know what happened. It's beyond him now, but. Good, because he's looked pretty bad since coming back, too. So I don't believe that. Um, all right, that was it. This is the Civil Mind Sports Show. Oh, Dark 30 Baseball Show. Red Sox, catching up on the Red Sox. Um, we'll see if they can finish this one out. Uh, it's a 3-1. It's 847. It's 2-1. We're in the fifth. This game should be over by midnight Tuesday when we release this. We'll see you on Wednesday. Bye-bye. 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 It really irks me. No. Like I I that was a baby back bitch move that he pulled. And I kind of started like not liking him as towards the end. But like I still dude, he's still one of the greatest players in the in the Red Sox. Like I, I don't have the hate like you have him, but I like it's the, you know, the dirt dogs going back to the Trot Nixon days. I mean, that was him. You know, if Tito if Tito was good was managing that team, or even if Alex uh Cora was managing that team, do you think Pedroia acts that way with the Machado nope. shit? Nope, nope, not at all. 100% John Farrell. They hated that man. They hated that man. He lucked his way into a World Series, too, and that's what pisses me off. Like, you know, then last place, last place, and then they get, what, first place, first place, fired. Like, you know, I mean, that's just the way. I know the up and down of the Red Sox after these World Series, but, I mean, still, dude, come on. He He was not the right. He was respected when he was a pitching coach under Francona. Then he went to the Blue Jays, and then for whatever fucking reason, they wanted him back. And it's I just, mean, you know I what like, he does now? You I know like what he does the now? hire, honestly. I just, obviously, real quick, I retracted that. But Do you know what he does now for a job? He's a commercial fisherman. <laughs> you serious? <laughs> yeah, look is, it up. Is he I the captain, or does he just charter boats? Or No, I think he just works on a commercial fishing <laughs> boat. I swear to God. I'm pretty sure it was him. I can respect that. He's probably he's made his money. He's just like, I want to go do something I enjoy, or he's gambled it all away. He's down on his luck, and that's that would be a better story. <laughs> just cutting up the fish that they catch, <laughs> smoking <laughs> fucking cigarettes on the dock. John, get your ass over here! All right, all right. I got a fucking ring, you know. <laughs> I used to be somebody. He's a, he's a lo- lobster fisherman. Fuck you, John. Get the fucking traps. John Farrell has a new job Fuck as a yourself, lobster Farrell, fisherman. Fuck yourself, Farrell. You're a useless piece of shit. That's crazy.
Most of Massachusetts is a lot lobster fisherman managing a 46 lobster boat fa- um, board named uh, Seaweed. He managed it though. Doesn't matter. He's still a fun. No, he no, went from I like managing my story a, better. Yeah, I like managing a baseball. Take your fucking cleats off. We're going on the boat. Get your boots. It says we're not going out for the local nine, bud. 